Prime ministers and presidents may come and go, but the certainty of exemplary entertainment on the Midweek Drive and the Midweek Drive Morning Edition remains. for another one of those wonderful proposals when on the midweek drive we actually 
focus on the proposal. See what I did there. Okay, um, Leah Hyde is somebody who should be joining us from Greece, all being well in the not-too-distant future, but already the team have assembled who are going to effectively pass their verdict on uh, this uh, recently released number from Leah Hyde. Uh, we start, of course, uh, off with that awesome uh, co-host of New York Real Talk, General all-round wonderful creative herself from the musical industries of New York and beyond, Pamela Suman. How are you, Pamela? I am excellent. Thank you. How are you both? We're good. The other part of the both there is not that I've actually gone and split my personality, although it's been often so <laughs> that that is possibly one thing that goes forward. But it's another. Um, so with New York roots, although she is from Miami, of course, it's the awesome Kathy Manso. How are you, Kathy? Hello, I'm well. I miss you, Pamela Suman. <laughs> I miss you too. I miss you too. But but we we're gonna we're gonna catch up. We're gonna make a plan. We are gonna make a plan for sure. Yes, yes. <laughs> I, I could reference the Osmonds classic track of the 1970s, The Plan, but that's before you were both born, so I won't. Basically, it's a different line from a different era. But so it goes. Uh, Kathy, we'll turn to you first. We've just been listening to Leah Hyde, as I say, in Greece at present. Uh, hopefully, she will be connecting in the not too distant future. We never know these days um what did you make of what we've just heard of course the proposal oh i thought it was great i was really into it um i specifically was taken like okay so first of all i've been watching a lot of buffy the vampire slayer so i need to get that out there um so, <laughs> which brings me to do you know how in buffy the vampire slayer they always meet up at like this hangout uh where it's like a club slash coffee shop and there's always a musician playing that's what I think this vibe is. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, Joss Whedon, I'm sure if he's listening, would actually said, yes, that's exactly what we're looking for. Now, is that a good vibe or is it a bad vibe? Or what kind of vibe are you actually getting? Oh, I think it's excellent. I mean, uh, so I think, first of all, she has a beautiful range. Like, it's just impressive to see her sing to begin with. And I just, it's, it's music where you kind of want you know, it's you can either focus on the performance and you'll be taken away with it, but also you can have other things kind of happening around you and just kind of enjoy the environment you're in. So I'm into it. Sounding good. Uh, Pamela, let's turn to yourself. I mean, interesting enough, in terms of the biography uh, for Leah, I see that uh, as well as obviously being defined as a Greek avant-garde pop artist, which is fine. Uh, this is the new single. She's also been influenced by the likes of uh, Tori Amos, Massive Attack, Nick Cave and the Bad Seeds, and a certain Kate Bush, who I think uh, you're quite keen on yourself. Absolutely. Absolutely. Not stratospheres, not too terribly dissimilar. Um, what I was really struck by was was uh, how compelling and sensual and exotic the uh, the music was. And um, you know, I, I I didn't know the artist before, so I didn't have a great amount of time to sort of follow her career. And and uh, uh, but I did want to at least you know become familiar with with what what was sent. And and. Uh, I mean, she's phenomenal. She's very gifted. Um, she looks gorgeous. Um, and there's a real strong sense of uh, something very distilled and, and, and identifiable. And uh, it's always nice to see and unique in its way. And so um, I was very impressed, which truth be told, I mean, I always try and be diplomatic and kind and, and nice, but I am really persnickery. <laughs> You know, I, it's hard to, you know, I'm very picky about music. It's hard. I mean, I guess most most songwriters that really take what they do seriously 
are, are picky and whether they say it or not they're probably secretly going you know I don't really like that I'm not really into it but uh, I have to say that I was wholly impressed by by what I heard and what I saw the production value the the, the visuals just really beautiful and um I do really love and uh, love the combination of the upright bass and the piano and that sort of more classical element in a song that just basically rocks and it's got those gothic elements and almost steampunk sort of noir uh, hearkening back to the classics which as you can tell <laughs> is is very dear to my heart and i don't think enough performers are are, are songwriters are, are are really taking a nod to that and and incorporating it into the modern it's like blended beautifully the first song that uh, was written for the new album, Proposal, uh, and uh, effectively it's written because she wanted to propose to her band, comprised of Aki and George, that they started working on a new album and also wanted the sound to actually become a reality, that manifestation, thoughts becoming things, and so on. And uh, indeed, indeed, I believe, actually came up with a track back in 2019, before, of course, COVID struck, uh, before, of course, uh, the... Uh, President of Russia decided to actually access his, exercise his particular activities uh, and indeed before their last official European tour took place in autumn 2019 uh, and I did like her, her line which uh, if she does actually arrive we might sort of work through that she keeps replying uh, I do to various sentences that she's uttering especially from the second verse and uh, basically on the basis of uh, if no one will put up with her she'll marry herself Mrs Jackal, Mrs Jekyll and Mrs Hyde which I suppose is, is, is sense in its own way, and very avant-garde, it has to be said. Um, like yourself, Pamela, it's interesting that the biography here, Leah studied classical piano, operatic singing, music technology, advanced harmony and songwriting. Um, clearly, you're in different countries, but is that something which is similar to your own kind of pattern? I can't wait to meet her, because I feel like we're, we're very kindred in a lot of ways. Well, I mean, the interesting thing about being classically trained, um, whether it be music or ballet or or any of the class, classical arts of, of training, um, you, you, do, you do take, you know, it's almost like when you, and, and I know Kathy, you, you know this, when you're doing your vocal exercises and whether you sing pop, you know, punk, horrorcore, whatever you sing, when you're doing, when you're vocalizing, you have to assume a very upright posture. You have to, you can't just sing like this because the mechanics of everything won't work. And the same with ballet or the same with like piano technique. It's all very classical. You know, the lines almost of sacred geometry are are there in the classical sense. So when you have that background and that study, I just feel like you're starting with your senses open. You're starting with good posture. You're starting upright and open to receive things. And um, it just then becomes a part of whatever you do. You you. You try as you might, you can't completely shake it. But I think that's a fantastic thing. I really do. Yeah. So that that I, I can understand that from from my perspective and my education. Like I studied classical piano from when I was young and classical ballet from when I was young as well. Um, and as yourself, Kathy, you know, it's it's it just informs a part of who you are. Whether you use it, you know, as your career, it's a part of who we are. Yeah, no, I, I mean, you said it perfectly. That's exactly how I would put it. Um, especially when you go with cl classical music, it's, it's if that's your background, you, it's kind of like having a like fresh, open white sheet to do whatever you want because you know how far you can stretch it and you can pick and niche and do whatever you want to or you can use the whole range, but it's, it's up to you at that point. So beautifully put. 
it's a whole new world. Uh, just out of interest in terms of uh, checking messages and so on, uh, Leah did actually alert me to the fact last week that she tends to lose Zoom invitations, which is why I did actually send her the invitation yesterday and indeed just a few seconds ago. She even said that she'll resend it to herself once the time is near. Apparently they get lost in Google Calendar and she does a treasure hunt. She's basically horrible with Zoom. Uh, so um, who knows? Maybe she's lost in the Zoomverse. I'm sure it can actually happen. Uh, but, you know, maybe it's just a case of being in Greece. Who knows what could actually sort of take place? It doesn't stop us managing to fill. We cope with that whole system. And at least we've done a good critique of the whole package. Um, Pamela, let's let's talk for your good self for, for a few moments, because um, as, as you uh, continue with the creative edge of various other bits and pieces, we had an interesting line here in which uh, uh, critics have actually, and I'm not sure whether you can ever uh, categorise music or work through that, but uh, the Reader's Digest, interesting enough, categorises uh, dark pop as upbeat with gothic overtones. Um, is that something that you work through? I mean, we, Leah Hyde's obviously Greek, so we have the Greek tragedy coming in there, uh, the, the, the balance of Tori Amos, Bjork, Evanescence, and so on. Uh, would, would you say that you're a dark pop aficionado? I mean, I, 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 it's just, I'm interested in terms of that, whether you talk about Break, Breathe, or any of the other many classics that you've produced. There are so many subgenres now. There used to be just a few genres, and so I would have been plunked in the indie category because anything that's not just straight ahead pop would be would be indie. Um, and now there's you know there's 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 uh, with bedroom pop. There's a, I was called there was a an MTV review where and and this is how I I labeled myself because I loved what it was called. It was a ethereal art pop. So I sort of went with that. I was like ethereal art pop, good. Um, the interesting thing about what was it called? What did you just say? It was called dark, dark pop, dark pop. I have mm. never heard dark pop. Um, not heard that, but I have heard and Radiohead is classified as one of these bands Um, something called Baroque pop. I think I think Rufus Wainwright was even classified. It's a pretty broad net, but it's called Baroque pop. So I almost feel that she could be put in the category of, of Baroque pop and maybe in a way that I could. But so anything that is just even borrowing from the classics or, 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 or classical music in the terms of the chord progressions could be plunked into that Baroque pop category. I've not ever heard of dark pop, you said? Like, you know, it's funny, dark matter. Like I, it's, it's going in one ear and out the other. Um, sure, why not, you know? <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> I, I think it's just an obsession that we have as human beings with uh, classifications. OK, let's take a, a mini musical break here. And I'm going to actually uh, put you in charge of this, uh, Pamela, because I think it's time for you to have that moment that I know you've been waiting for for years now, almost, it would seem, on the Madrid Drive to actually have a chance to select your very own Kate Bush tune. So what Kate Bush melody would you like us to uh, introduce now, given that Leah Hyde clearly is still having challenges connecting somewhere from the Greek Zoomiverse? <laughs> Zoomiverse. Oh my goodness, she put me on the spot and something just came into mind and I didn't think about it. It was the subconscious, you know, coming out through my mouth. Um, not visibly, thank you. But it's Babushka. And, and I'll tell you why also. So we went to, um, I'm gonna take a moment and say this. Oh, is she? Oh no, there's Jessica. Hi, Jessica. Um, that the other night we went. Jerry took part in a, um, a a benefit for Ukraine with this incredible band that you guys, if you've not heard of, you have to go and listen to straight away. They're called Gogol Bordello, and they are 
gypsy punk, right? And and they were incredible and insane and unbelievable. And part of the lineup was Patti Smith and Jerry sat in with uh, Patti on, on People I've Got the Power. And then he did some stuff with Suzanne. And so Gogol Bordello, as, as Kathy would know, and maybe Jessica knows, and maybe Alex. You're assuming that I'm cool on such matters, Pamela. <laughs> no, it, it, it's a whole new world. They're gypsy. They are gypsies. So following on, I think the reason why the Kate Bush Babushka song came into my head, I don't know, between Ukraine and gypsies and Gothic and exotic and crazy Kate. So I'm going to go with Babushka.
and some might say, thank heavens she didn't go for army dreamers. But anyway, life continues in its own magical way. Uh, Babushka is actually there and Jessica Bertis, who has also been lost in the Zoomiverse with an uncooperative Wi-Fi, has successfully joined us. How are you, Jessica? I am doing pretty well. I hope you all are too. Having a good weekend. Yeah, it's a slightly different show than the one I'd originally planned. But then again, as you can attest to, Jessica, there are times where simply when I say the word, well, that's a wrap. Obviously, they haven't managed to come through. Suddenly the musician appears. Sometimes I think some musicians are a bit shy. You know, they might sort of hide away. They just sort of just just wait for a few moments uh, because we've been uh, looking at the music of Leah Hyde, which, uh, well, no, I'm going to come straight to your good self. I won't reveal what Pamela or Kathy have actually said about this particular number. What did you make, Jessica, about proposal? I thought that the genre of dark pop was perfect, um, a perfect name for it. It was very atmospheric. It honestly, I was getting like vampire vibes from the whole thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, that was like my whole sense of the thing. Um, and I was like, oh my goodness, this looks like some like vampire type of thing, um, which is very cool because vampires are always a plus. Um, but I really liked it. I liked the whole idea that um, she was kind of talking about proposing to her band about a new album and talking about the struggles of COVID. Um, it was very glamorous and very dark. And that's what the song sounded like. And it was very pretty with the video as well. Um, I think if somebody listens to it, they should also watch the video because I feel like they very much complement each other. Um, but it was really, it was very gorgeous sonically. And I, I really liked it. <laughs> I like music that has a bit more of those like kind of more, um, ethereal dark undertones i think that it's um something that sounds very cinematic so i really liked it see jessica it's almost as though you synthesized the entire viewpoint of kathy really? <laughs> without actually acknowledging them it's, it's like it's a smooth effortless line on that side of things that not too sure about the fact that what's uh, not to love about vampires i think van helsing and a number of people might have a few issues to say about respect to that but what the heck maybe that's that's just 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 by the by really uh, especially as apparently we've just discovered a uh, a vampiric ancient octopus from times past uh, has hit the news recently which i was quite interesting but still uh, i think they're calling it the putin meister no no obviously it's <laughs> let's not go there let's step away from those from those particular challenges um kathy we'll turn to you good self we had we heard kate bush there obviously pamela's uh, selection um is kate bush she's clearly not necessarily of your era but does she still resonate with respect to yourself uh, absolutely. <laughs> I love Kate Bush. I've been listening to her for as long as my mom has introduced her. So my whole life. Um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, Babushka was one of the first songs I got introduced to with Kate Bush. And then I worked in college radio where the whole point was not to play top 40. And then you can imagine how many Kate Bush discussions have been enthralled with that, as well as my bloody Valentine. <laughs> if you've been to any college radio station that doesn't do top 40, those are like the top two artists any 18 year old kid is willing to talk about. <laughs> so um, but yeah, and especially I think what brought back Kate Bush, I mean, maybe this is me sounding like an, an older millennial, my, my old 30 year old self, children coming out. Uh, Kathy, um, Kathy, please. I have to just, I realize, I don't think I've ever sort of uh, brought this little caveat in. We do not use the O word with the midweek drive. We are experientially enhanced or we're chronologically gifted. Okay. okay. The, the O word we try to put to one side. Okay. Just I apologize. You're right. That was extremely ageist of me against my side. <laughs> <laughs> 
but I just wanted to make the reference with TikTok, which is why I feel too old to mention TikTok. <laughs> but, <laughs> but that's, and I'm sorry, that's the last time I say the O word. I take it back. Um, <laughs> but she, she had a huge comeback with uh, TikTok, especially, you know, everyone was using that Babushka song to emphasize it. Oh yeah. Yeah. They really did. I mean, <laughs> I, I mean, this was maybe closer at the end of summer, I think somewhere in like, August, July kind of time where that was really hitting a lot of, she, her song trended again for a song that's, you know, as it should, right. <laughs> you see Pamela expressing mild surprise there. We know Pamela, you've got your finger on the New York cultural pulse and the Globe's cultural pulse for that point of view. You know where things are going. I can also reveal at this particular stage that uh, Jessica, this might be news for your good self, but Pamela's daughter Faye is a kind of advanced guard because before you actually arrive at Trinity College Dublin, I do believe that Faye is actually heading off to Trinity College Dublin as well. No way. Did you, did you go to Trinity? She's I going. Did. I got accepted to go in September. <laughs> oh my God, that's grad school. Uh, what, are, what, are you, what are you concentrating on? Um, so I'm going to be doing a master's in children's literature to go into publishing. That's like my, my big goal is to do um, publishing in um middle grade to young adult to new adult anywhere in that age range would be like my dream <laughs> that is so phenomenal thank so you and you know i'll tell you it's not easy to get into it's so 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 difficult i mean they is only 16 and she got into a summer program which is you know it's it's challenging to get into that you know for drama but to, to get into beer or to get into university whether you're studying english or whether you're studying biochemistry i don't know if they do it there but um you know definitely for 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 theater arts and, and it's so bloody difficult to get into that school and it would be Faye's dream to actually get in if anybody's listening <laughs> um, you know to to the to but she'll be on the campus and we'll be there this summer. So if you're there, you guys come. Yeah, yeah I'll, I'll be there at least in like August. That'd be very exciting. And I'm, I'm happy to be on the same side of the world as Alex and Kathy. And I can be over there. I can maybe visit the studio at some point. That'd be like awesome if I could go back. <laughs> yeah. So. In fact, it's fair to say that uh, so far, Jessica, you're still the only person in this particular group who's actually been presenting live shows from the uh, the Siren Studios. Although that will change, Kathy, hopefully on the 23rd of March when both Jessica and Pamela will be joining us via Zoom, but we will be physically in the studio at Siren Radio at the University of Lincoln. It's very exciting. But I do feel that certainly that advanced guard, clearly uh, Faye is going to be a, a, a pioneer in many ways and uh, she'll probably have all the sort of the gen from that point of view just to actually sort of ensure that Trinity College knows basically that it needs to up its game if it wants to continue actually attracting candidates of the quality of Jessica and Faye. I'm just saying, there we are. Oh, and, and mind you, a huge bloody Valentine fan, Miss Faye. <laughs> Yeah, well, having said the B word three times, I mean, I don't know how often we can actually say it, but what the hey, we just carry on. I appreciate one as a band, <laughs> but still, we carry on regardless. Uh, and with vampires, clearly it's been a subtext of this whole theme as, as well from that point of view. Uh, but life continues. We're going to actually wrap up this little segment because I suspect Lee Hyde isn't able to join us. Uh, there hasn't been a response as yet. She lost, as I say, somewhere in cyberspace. But I think it's fair to say like, we need to, we'll give it a mark out of 10. Jessica, your mark out of 10 for proposal? I'd go for eight 
vampire fangs out of 10. I think it's it's very fun and it's so atmospheric. It's very beautiful. It's it's like a very darkly elegant song. So um, I think everyone should listen to it if they're more into um, like a melodic type of song. Eight out of 10 for Jessica. Kathy? I'm going to agree with Jessica and say eight Buffy steaks out of 10. Uh, <laughs> that's what I think it should be. It's great. <laughs> Sounding good so far. And uh, Pamela? Well, see, now I'm a hopeless copycat. Um, but what I what I like about the eight, if you can see, when you turn it to the side, it becomes an infinity, which is the temporary tattoo which my daughter gave me in order for me to try to look more cool. Are, are you are you are you sure, Jessica? Uh, so, but are you sure, Pamela, that she hasn't actually just gone for that just to actually secretly sign you up to the Zuckerberg metaverse? Because it's also yeah, it could be seen as the, as the metaverse symbol as well. Be very careful about that. <laughs> Well, it's too late. And then I was actually thinking that I think Jessica and I, due to the magic of Alex's show, may actually, you know, as they do in Star Trek, we, we may actually physically manifest in your studio one day. You're going to be blown away. But uh, yeah, it's going to it's going to happen. Um, yeah, I, I give I give it I give it an eight. I mean, the thing is, the, the one thing is I couldn't really hear. I didn't know if I could really hear lyrics. I'm such a, you know, I'm, I'm such a uh, pathetic word person um so i i think maybe because the production and the video was so beautiful i i it just kind of blinded me and that's where i went but i need to listen to do some research on the lyrics and also i was very interested to find out because i don't know about this writer um amelia notham who i guess was a baron so she was compared to her uh lyrically alex do you know anything about this no Okay. I, could be I, I could lie, but, you know, frankly, no. <laughs> I haven't a clue. <laughs> but, but it's a nice little line in any case, and clearly that's no excuse. We should obviously do our research and actually make use of the great goddess Google to actually find out such magical things, etc. But uh, there needs to be a certain key thing that, uh, that, that works in, in place within that. And uh, maybe it's all to do with the Greek art pop scene, because, again, Vangelis Papafanasiou, another great uh, Greek musician. You could even go as far back as Nana Muscuri. Maybe not, but still, there we are. So uh, it's been an eight all round from that point of view. We will actually wrap up with another airing indeed of Proposal just to sort of wrap up the sequence. But it's a tradition really. And even when it's uh, USA 3, um, Europe 1, it's okay. We can cope with respect to that. I mean, technically, Kathy, you, you, you're kind of straddling both sides of the Atlantic in, in that <laughs> sense. Uh, so uh, let's start off. Well, no, Jessica, would you like to ask the last two questions, please, in the order in which people appear on your screen? I would love to. Yeah, so going in order, Miss Pamela, have you had a reasonably interesting Zoomer with us today? I, I really, I really have. I, I feel like I, I miss you guys. I, I don't know where I've been. I think I fell off the planet for a couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so good to see you. And, and I feel like I've come home again. And please have me back again. And uh, I didn't swear. And I, I promise to continue to behave myself. If you will have me back as soon as possible, I would love to be with you all. Awesome. So that answers the second question. The, 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 the fact that you have your own show as well, Pamela, uh, means that actually to, to a certain extent, you know, unless, you know, you, you, you're you thrown off for that basic, who knows? Who knows what can happen? Mind well, you. Uh, yeah, I'd love to have a segment with, with, with Jessica and Kathy and yourself, and we can just continue the party and just... Yeah, let's do but it. It's it's always important. I mean, especially if you have changing times in terms of siren radio management as well. As Kathy can tell you all about, it's all it's all very strange. But life continues, and we say, Andrew David, we salute you. 
but times move on. Um, so, Jessica, carry on. I think Kathy remains. Yes. Kathy, have you had a reasonably interesting Zoomer today? There's no other way I would describe it. It's always interesting when we have the crew together. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. So, can we welcome you back again soon? Oh, yes. And I promise not to say the O word. <laughs> I mean, there are lots of O words you can actually say. Orange, for instance, that's perfectly acceptable. Orangutan, that's also fine in terms of various other bits and pieces. But, you know, what the hey, language, or, or indeed pink flamingo, which is more a P word as opposed to an O word. But, you know, that's a whole new issue for a whole new game. To Pamela Suman, I do like the way, Jessica, you always say Miss Pamela. It's a bit like driving, driving Miss Daisy, driving Miss Pamela, really. It's probably what Jerry Leonard actually sees as his role in life and so on. You know, driving Miss Pamela. Very critical of that basis. Uh, and uh, to Kathy Manso and to Jessica Botus, huge thanks. Um, Kathy, would you like to introduce uh, another airing then of the artist who has become lost in cyberspace, but who we actually focused on with respect to her band as well for Proposal, uh, latest single from the fourth studio album, ironically entitled the missing fourth guest Ooh, who'd have thought it it's it's like <laughs> art imitates life imitates art again uh kathy would you like to announce it and then we'll play it and head off to another whole segment of the midweek drive over to you kathy oh man all right then this is leah hyde with proposal <laughs> <laughs> 